Hello, welcome to the Pylon Cast. Um, if this isn't your first time, welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at the Pylon Club. Um, so this is episode seven of thirty-two for thirty-two for thirty-two series, and on this episode, we're going to focus on the Minnesota Vikings. Starting with the front office, they have um, Kirk Cousins had him when he first got there. One thing that you do see in Minnesota is you see structure, you see discipline, you see uh, a team effort with people on the same page of what they want to do. Um, obviously, um, John Filippo was a disaster. Uh, it wasn't entirely his fault. I think they saw what he did with um, with Nick Foles and automatically assumed that hey, he had a transfer over to this, and it didn't. One reason why is because Kirk Cousins is a play-action quarterback. In order for the play-action to be effective, you have to run the ball. John DeFilippo was not effectively or at, at most times at all running the ball. One of the main reasons he got fired. Um, then we have uh, Gary Kubiak. Um, any Texas fans, you know Gary Kubiak. He runs his zone running scheme, which means the uh, the run sets up the play action. Obviously, anybody who knows about play action, you have to run the ball in order for the play action to work. Um, and Gary Kubiak is probably one of the better people to be able to usher Kirk Cousins into that. Um, it put a system in place and put the uh, the great the good pieces around him for that to be effective. Now people did get alarmed when they uh, drafted Irvin. There's Irvin Smith. I think it's Irv or Irvin Smith um, Jr. Uh, in the second round. Thought that was in the Kyle Rudolph. Turns out more than likely it was not. He got a four year extension worth thirty six million dollars. Which I think is probably like nine nine million a year. Um, yeah, it's nine million a year. I think. Um, anyway, uh, if you know anything about a play action, play action. One thing that, that that you need play action, you need tight ends. You need a great tight end, but you know it, it kind of requires two tight ends. You more likely probably need one to block, and you're gonna need one as a receiver. Now, uh, Irv Smith is a pretty good tight end. Um, I'm not, I don't remember where I had him ranked, but I think I had him ranked probably maybe third, maybe. Um, I do, I did believe, I do still believe, um, currently at this point, as, at uh, way we graded um, tight ends before they hit the end league, that Noah Fant was the number one tight end in the draft. Um, let's move on to the roster. Um, Defense pretty much the same. Offense pretty much the same. They did they did uh, take care of the number one problem that they had to take care of, which was the offensive line. Um, Garrett Bradbury was probably a no brainer. Probably the only guy that they probably were really zoned in at their uh, position. Um, they got him. They got another offensive lineman. Um, they got Aerosmith. They got some other pieces for the defense. Uh, they drafted another running back, and I believe another receiver too, which is, you know, pretty typical for a team that really doesn't need much. 
You know, you just need a piece here and there and a couple things to work in your favor for things to um, really turn out the way that you want it to turn out and um, the result that you're looking to get at the end. Um, for my record prediction, uh, it might sound crazy, uh, but I do believe that the Vikings can go 13-3 and this year. That's probably more than likely um, will win them the division. Um, again, this is a prediction, you know, once the season starts, all the predictions, stats, and all that other stuff goes out the window because, you know, a prediction is a prediction, but at the end of the day, you got to go on the field and you got to play. You got to perform. You, um, with, with predictions, you're dealing with injuries and whatnot. Um, I'm not going to go too much into that, but I do believe the Vikings maybe to, um, um, achieve 13 and three this year, um, they have the team too. They shored up the offensive line. It's not a hundred percent, but it's shored up, and they really too much does that. Don't do not have really no excuse of not to make a, a deep playoff run. Um, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, Minnesota Vikings are pretty much straightforward. It's pretty much the same team. Added a couple pieces here and there. Shored up the offensive line. Uh, same coaching staff minus John DeFilippo. Um. And um, rest in peace to uh, Tony Soprano, the offensive line who uh, passed away before the season started last year, which people didn't see that as a big thing, but that was a big thing. Like He was masterful at what he did with the offensive line when Case Keenan was there. Um, but that brings a closer to this episode. Um, thanks for listening. If this is your first time, thanks for listening. I hope you come back. Um, once again, don't forget to check out the social media uh, links at The Pylon Club on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Until next time, peace.